0: Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station and now your host, Tommy Heights.
1: Hey, what's going on everybody here? Just wanted to welcome you back to another episode of the Observation Station. The podcast here today is going to be living an authentic life. So, this is going to delve into the intricacies, culture, human experience. I'm your host, Tommy Heights here. So, today we're going to be diving into a topic that it's close to many hearts, and that's living an authentic life. We get one to live, at least so that we know it now, make the best out of it. So, we're going to be diving into a couple of segments here, you know, to have a little more cohesion in. It cohesiveness. So segment one, defining authenticity. Second, cultural influences on authenticity and the digital age, practical steps to authenticity and just having it where I conclude. So let's dive in here. So segment one, we're going to define a little bit of it. So what does it mean to live an authentic life? It's a term we hear often, but its essence can be elusive. In its simplest form, living an authentic life means aligning with your actions and core values, beliefs, and being true to yourself, even when the societal norms and expectations try to mold you into something that you're not. So if someone says, Well, this is right, this is wrong, a lot of times it could be based on personal religion, beliefs, just that they saw for political reasons personal biases there's a lot of different things that people can say this is the best way to live your life according to this man or woman you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say i live with myself this is who i am let me be true to myself if you try to mold yourself into something that you're not that's when the whole thing of like when you were in high school and middle school where you're trying to find out what personality was i supposed to adopt where am I supposed to fit in? What are the friend groups that, uh, that I need to be in? That's really how you're molding yourself into who you are today. But if it's something that you're not and you know that that's not you, just like some clothes, like just because everybody's wearing this fashion trend doesn't mean that you need to be going out to the store and saying, hey, if it looks like uh, this is going to be the next trend, I need to be uh, hopping on board too because I want to feel like everybody else. But if it's not you and you have a completely different thing of saying, I'd like to be wearing... You know these kinds of different bright colors, and everyone likes to wear muted colors, and it makes you stand out. Well, if that's what you like to wear, it's just you. That's that's you, and you rock it. Some people can actually rock it because of the confidence behind some stuff that they wear, like certain jewelry, shoes, anything. And uh, there's a there's a cultural influence on being yourself. So you want to consider myself. I'm I'm Hispanic on one side, and I have European, German, and Polish on the other side. So two different kinds of heritage there in culture. So the concept of family or familia often plays a significant role in shaping who we are. So cultural norms, traditions, folklore, superstition can serve as both a compass, and it's going to be on the other side of the spectrum a challenge. So the journey is there's a lot of biases. your parents friends, people that you work with are going to say, look, so-and-so, uh, when I was a young kid, I wanted to t- do this, I, I had this, and man, if I could go back in time, I wish I could do this. Somebody else might say a different story, and some of them might just start sounding similar, like you know, traveling or things that they didn't do because they were working too hard or had kids too early, got married way too early. Maybe it is where they don't realize when they were a kid and when you're a kid are two different eras altogether, especially when it comes down to the modern age of living. Everything now is on the internet. You're not going to be hiding from stuff. Everything. I mean, look, if you want to have it where sometimes you want to hide about certain things and not put it in the public eye... Somebody might be filming you. Everybody's got a camera on them. They can post that stuff to social media in in half a second. Now you're on blast for the whole world to see. So there's a lot of things about how you conduct yourself in the public eye and what you do in private. That's fine. But the whole thing on being yourself is when it comes down to this, find what makes you not have to question if you like doing it or not because if it's natural and you just keep on doing different things like hobbies and um, you know drawing or playing music or anything like that do you but if someone says hey you shouldn't be playing music because that's for people that are just hopeless in wanting to make money or something like that or they're never going to make it in life or that's not going to sustain a family so just just different things like there's some comedians that go out there and say they wanted to tell their parents that they were comedian aspiring people, but they were scared that they did not want to have the repercussions of back in the day, everybody was told go to college. That's how you make your money. Nowadays, the internet, you can make your money a thousand ways to Sunday. Though the main thing is, this is how it comes down. Don't let into other people's peer pressure saying that just because they did it and many other people are doing certain things that that's how you have to live. So you know the digital age like i was saying here is a double edged sword when it comes to living real you know authentically because on one hand we have ai tools that can enhance our efficiency helping us manage time and resources better and this in turn allows us for more space to explore our true selves and on the other hand the curated lives we see on social media create this facade distancing us from who we truly are with all the filters and gifs Music, fast edit cuts, and commentary make it seem like okay. Well, hello, what's going on here? You know, I, I can't figure out why people think just because this person has this crazy life on Instagram, it's such a facade for a lot of these people that that uh, you know, maybe two years later, three years later, you see they are taking out massive loans on these rental exotic cars. They were up to their eyeballs in debt for their mortgage payment the cars that they have have been uh basically on their way to getting repossessed bad relationships throughout their their personal day-to-day life so it's something that has to embody the character of a person that you are that's what's judged by people in the first impression as you go out there in the real world Many people try to say, oh, man, I'm the real deal. Let me keep it 100, pop, pop, pop. Some of those people is the ones you really want to wor- worry about because if you have to put yourself in a way of saying, okay, if you don't understand right now before meeting me, you need to know now that I'm the realist of the day. Don't keep telling me what you are because it seems that you're compromising for something else. A lot of times that's what happens uh, these days is people... Even if they're confidently wrong, I could just say if uh, I read maybe, you know, five hours worth of rocket science that I could pass off in 30 minutes to have some wherewithal with rocket science to certain experts where I can tell them even up front that I don't even understand the general construct of the science itself. But I'd like to see how well I could ebb and flow with some surface level knowledge of the art itself of rocket science. So the practical steps to be really authentic is it's a complex landscape. The actionable steps, if you were to take an organized approach at how this is going to go, you got really, there's there's four things. Self-reflection, that would be to dedicate time to understand your values, beliefs, and aspirations. Number two, Open conversations. And even with it just being yourself in a mirror, you know, you could seem really kooky and weird. Engage in dialogue that challenges your perspectives. This is a big one. A lot of times this is the limiting beliefs that come in there. They say, I can't do this because my mom said this. My dad said this. My friend said this. This is the United States. We are limitless here. If you're in different countries, they may not have the same opportunities as we do here to put ourselves in a way of just having an open mind, keeping on going without any fear of rejection, because life gives you rejection in all avenues. You just have to keep going. Make yourself unstoppable. That's the main thing in this world, is to never quit, because if you quit, the game's over. All that hurt that you had to put yourself through to get better and better in schooling, reading, working out, etc., why even... Why even uh, do that if you're just going to quit? That's the resiliency of, the, of open conversation dialogue with yourself to say, what am I lacking right now? I know it, and it's, it's just me saying I'll get to it. The procrastination. Number three, set boundaries. So learn the art of saying no to things that don't align with who you are. So if there's somebody say, hey, can you do this for me as a favor and something doesn't go with your values because it's unethical or against your religious beliefs and so on and so forth, don't do it. You are not obligated to do things that you do not want to do. That is the beauty of being in this country is there are laws that govern the things that people want to have in place as standard sets of regulations to, to be like, look, I don't have to do that. And again, that is why we live in such a beautiful country here is because you go to other places, there might be where you legally have to do it and God knows what the consequences are of, of talking to the authorities in the wrong way because you're not really going to have where you're going to speak to HR out there. This is going to be uh, some real deal, field bullshit that's like, oh, God, I got myself into some bad trouble. And that's why uh, when you go into different countries, you're subject to their laws. So it's not like just because in the United States were legally allowed to do this, that when you go to somewhere in Europe, completely illegal. That's why you have to set the boundaries to what it is that you want to align with yourself. Mindfulness is the last one. That's number four. So the utilization of mindfulness is to have it where you connect the dots of the inner world that you're in. Sometimes that would be, what are my friends bringing to the table? Are they just a good time to have drinking buddies? Or are they saying certain things that help me to get business in the door or they want to partner with me to grow? A lot of times people are just talking out of their ass saying, yeah, man, I'll tell you what, if it was me, if I was Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, man, I'd spend my money on here, do that, this, that. Well, look, if you were that smart to be doing these kinds of things, you wouldn't be spending your money on half the shit that you know, you're talking about here. That's the mindfulness. Take it into account. What is it in your life that you're attracting with the people that are around you? Just like they say, you are the sum of the five people that surround you. If the people that are are there all the time influencing what you're thinking and subconsciously putting out there into the world, that's going to be a pure reflection of the experiences you're going to have as an ongoing uh, person dealing with the, the the ether that you're the energy that you're putting in the ether. I mean, if you're going to be putting all this negative energy, bad things are going to happen. Positive energy, there's going to be good things that are most likely going to happen. Sometimes you don't even see the good things happen, even in the worst of times, because you're like, I have to stay on this course. Once you have it where it's like, hey, man, I don't think God has it where he's uh, looking out for me. You need to have a little bit more faith. And I've learned even in the worst of times to say, look, let me meditate a little bit, breathe, figure out what's going on. And it's not a uh, really something that is like, well, when am I finished? I mean, this is what it is. Living an authentic life is not a destination. It's a continuous journey. It requires introspection, courage, and willingness to evolve. So, you know, with that being said, guys, thank you for joining me today on the Observation Station. Uh, the next episode is going to be the unwritten rules of adulting. So we're going to be talking about bills, all the kind of stuff that we didn't expect when the kids on the playground that we used to be talking about. Well, you know, when I am an adult, when I am a grown up, you know, my parents can't boss me around. Well, did you really want to grow up that fast? So that's kind of the theme of the episode. So until next time, keep observing, keep questioning, and most importantly, keep living your authentic life. All right, guys, signing off here. Take it easy.
0: You've been listening to The Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on The Observation Station.